Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. Good morning. It's your girl, Cy Brown, and thank you so much for checking in with the Cy Brown Morning Show. I am so happy to have everybody hanging out with me. I've got a lot of stuff to talk about. I'm definitely talking about unemployment today. I don't know what is going on with this guy in Kentucky, but um, <laughs> it's nothing nice what's, what, what, what's happening um, with our unemployment situation in this country. It's, 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 it's a sad, it's really sad. And um, I just wish that we could do something to help the people in this country. By no means am I saying that we should just kind of bail out people or, or, or reward irresponsible behavior because I, I have a lot of issues with just our welfare system and stuff like that. But for this guy, Bunning, to say that we cannot pay unemployment until we find a way to fund it, yet we have been funding a war and funding a whole bunch of earmarks without helping the actual people that, um, that need it, it just really, as my son would say, gets my goose what is it? I wish my son was here. Gets my goose boiling or gets my goose cooking or something like that. Um, but we really have to we really have to be mindful of the people that uh, that that need help. It, it, it's I get tongue tied not because um, I don't know what to say. I just want to make sure I'm saying it in a nice and tactful way. But uh, it, it's really a sad situation about what's going on with uh, unemployment in this country. And so that's what we're going to talk about today, what's going on with unemployment, how people are surviving, how people are living. Um, and I do remember reading a blog post um, late last night where this person was complaining, how can I live off of $550 a week in Connecticut when I've got mortgage, credit cards, um, and, and just cable and cell phone? And somebody put um, in, the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the blog post as a response, try living in Florida where the maximum amount, maximum amount is 275 So, I mean, we really just have to look at what's going on. So that's what I'm talking about. Today, everybody, the chat room is open. So thank you, everybody who's tuning in um, to the chat room. Hi, Paranoia. Thank you for joining me today. And I see we have a guest. So thank you so much, guests, for listening. Let's get into a little bit of Shaka Khan. It's your girl, Cy Brown, checking in for the Cy Brown Morning Show.
Yeah, that's a little Shaka Khan. What you going to do for me? I love that song. My father is such a Shaka fan. He loves Shaka Khan. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a hot song. I want to give a big shout-out to Paranoia. I was just told by PD in the, um, in the chat room that today is Paranoia's birthday. PD is in Singapore and listens to the show every day. So thank you very much. I am so grateful that you listen to the show every day. Um, but uh, I, I am banned from singing on the show. I am not allowed to sing. I used to sing when the music was playing and da-da-da-da-da, and I am totally uh, banned from singing on the show. So I am sending you a virtual a, a virtual um, happy birthday because I just can't sing on the show anymore. Uh, so thank you. Big shout-out to my caller, my sunshine from Area Code 571. You know who you are. Thank you so much for always listening. And we've got callers from 732-908. What is, um, 323 is California, right? So big shout-out to everybody that's listening from California. It's a little early um, in California. It's only 6.07 in the morning, so I'm happy that you're checking us out on the Side Brown Morning Show. Thank you. It's so good to have everybody uh, listening in. Today we are talking about unemployment. We are talking about unemployment and what's going on with unemployment. And I will share, and I follow this closely um, because a lot of my friends are currently receiving unemployment benefits. This area in New York City was hit really, really hard with with um with with the job loss because of J JP Morgan and all of the bank fail failures and the bank bailouts. So what what happens is um a lot of people that worked in New York actually live in the state of New Jersey because it's just a hop skip away. I guess it's like the DC, Maryland, Virginia area and there are other little pockets um like that, particularly on the East Coast where there's a high concentration of people. But I know um, I was reading an article in the New York Times where this woman was making four hundred thousand, like three, three in the upper three hundred thousands, in in some high level paying position, and when she got laid off, the maximum amount um, that she was awarded, I think, under uh, unemployment benefits in New York State was like four something a week. I find it really, really hard to believe that people are not going through some major drama and some major stress when you're used to living that certain lifestyle and then all of a sudden it's been taken away. And that's what one of the people put in the blog post yesterday when I was reading about the extensions and what's going on with that. The simple fact that um, certain people, and I will not classify them, <clears throat> Republicans, feel that um, that it's really, a, we're, 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 we're getting involved into a massive welfare state. Well, let's look at it this way. What happened during the Ronald Reagan years was that deregulation came into effect. And with everything being deregulated, meaning little, minimal, or no government intervention, um, all of a sudden we became a free market, this massive free market society, which most people would think is really, really good. But what happens is people are left up to their own, um, their own will and their own uh, moral standards, and they use their own moral compass to guide, especially in business, of what what they want to do. And I think we all know that business is about what's green, what's most expedient, and what is the most profitable, not what's good for the people. 
So now what we're looking at and what we're living in right now, I believe, just for my own um, research and just observations, that what we're living in right now and what we're experiencing with these high massive rates of unemployment is the result of or the unintended consequences of massive deregulation. Companies were allowed to do whatever they felt was needed. Big business was allowed to do whatever they wanted to do that was the most expedient for them. And if that meant outsourcing, if that meant cutting benefits, I just read today that uh, that the post office is considering scaling back to delivery to five days a week. Are you kidding me? Are you really kidding me? The 24-hour cycle that we live in, in my opinion, they should be delivering on Sunday. Maybe we just do some type of drop box where everybody has to go pick up their mail and, and, and everybody should have a P.O. box and they pick up their mail. Why are we why are we scaling back when we live in such a 24/70 environment? But anyway, just with the whole concept of deregulation, I know a friend of mine says she employs seven full-time workers. Listen to this: seven full-time workers for less than a thousand, for just under a thousand dollars a month. Are you kidding me? seven full-time workers for under $1,000 a month, that's $250 a week. And, you know, granted, maybe some people actually do live on that, but at the end of the day, that's still just one person. That's not seven people, and that's because we have outsourced this country into poverty, and that's really, really what has happened. So now we're looking at the situation where people literally just can't find work. People literally just can't find work. In Detroit, the unemployment rate, particularly for African Americans, ranges um, between 22 and 25 percent. Could you ever imagine in a million bajillion years that that unemployment rate would be so high? Well, yeah, it is. And that's because we've, we've been allowed to outsource, we've been allowed to cut corners, we've been allowed to do all of these other things that really, really helps big business. And now the Americans are left with no jobs, no, no way to uh, fend for themselves. And then we have politicians saying, wait a minute, pull yourself up by the bootstraps. You have to, but how can you? But I, I have to honestly say a lot of this has to do with Americans as well because we want more, 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 bigger, 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 faster, 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 and we demand paying $2 for a pair of jeans or, I mean, I'm being facetious, but you know what I'm saying. We want the most for the least amount of money without regard to what happens with the bigger picture. And I believe that happens a lot because we live in such a me, me, me society. It is all about us. It's all about me. It's all about what we want. It's all about what's most expedient for us. And because of that, we end up with really a really scant American labor force, and this is exactly what we're living right now, and it's really heartbreaking to see it. It's really sad to see what's going on um, with unemployment. Now, let me get into a little bit of what's going on as far as um, how the bills are passing through the House of Representatives and how they're passing through Congress. I wrote a book last year called Politics Remixed. Um, actually, it came out November of 2008, and I wrote the book Politics Remix based on Obama running for president. And I wrote the book because 
I needed to get a refresher civics course. I couldn't even remember what the House of Representatives was, what Congress was, who made the laws. Does anybody remember Schoolhouse Rock? Like, I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm only a bill. And I promised um, paranoia I wouldn't sing. Now you see why I was banned from singing on the show. But remember that stuff. Remember the civics classes that they taught us when we were in, like, fourth through, like, seventh and eighth grade? We need to know this stuff as adults. So anyway, what happened on Thursday? The House of Representatives passed a bill extending unemployment benefits. They did not add an additional tier. What happens is the states um, have, yeah, I know, I see it in the chat when you put that I just sang. I know, I know I wasn't supposed to. Uh, I know I wasn't supposed to. Uh, Tina, I'm going to read your comments in a minute. Just give me one second because Tina Fortune in the chat room is putting a lot of good comments. What happens is the House of oh, – let me go back. For unemployment, everyone is awarded – when you if you're laid off to no fault of your own, particularly here in the Northeast, I know Georgia for a fact is a right-to-work state, so I don't even know what their unemployment – there are several southern states that are right-to-work states, and they don't have, like, unemployment insurance and benefits to the extent that they do up here in the Northeast. but for the first 26 weeks of you being unemployed, for, for, for whatever the reason is, if you are approved, you get 26 weeks, which is half a year of unemployment benefits. That is paid for by the state. The state covers that through, via taxes that, that employers pay. So now employers pay into this unemployment. So should you get laid off, which is why a lot of times employers fight paying unemployment claims because then their unemployment taxes usually go up. Well, since we have been, since September of 2008, and for those of you that have been listening since June of 2008 when I started the show, you know I really got it in in September talking about these banks and bank failures. We have been in a nosedive, and this is considered the worst recession since the Great Depression, and I personally feel we bordered on depression, but anyway. What happens is once you exhaust your 26 weeks, the federal government now kicks in to help out. And in many states, and it varies by state, so this show is global, so if I'm not saying what's exactly right for your state, please forgive me. I can only speak for what I know from, like, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Northeast. But the gist is still the same. If you're not sure, just Google it for your state. So anyway, they gave a, an additional um, tier, tier one of benefits, and that was for 20 weeks just to tide people over because nobody really understood the magnitude of what was going to happen. Then after that was over, they kicked, they, they, they instituted like uh, an emergency unemployment compensation bill, and that kicked in, in theory, Tier 2, which gave like another 13 weeks. That was not enough, so then they kicked in a Tier 3. Well, now that's where most people are right now, Tier 3, which was like another 20 weeks. So if you add all of that up, 26 weeks, 20 weeks, 13 weeks, um, and then there were even provisions whereby if you were in a state that had over 8.5% unemployment, you got an extra two weeks. But if you um, were in a state that had over 10%, you got an extra six weeks. So there are varying weeks based on the state that you live and based on the state that your claim is filed, particularly, again, I know from up here when people lived in New Jersey and worked in New York City. So there, it, it does vary a little bit, but the gist is this. 
the benefits were set to expire in December. Actually, it was December 23rd, I believe it was, which was right before Christmas. And I remember telling my husband, I know they're going to extend it because I can't see them allowing all of these benefits to expire right before Christmas when they know retail really, really depends on it. And sure enough, I was right. They extended the benefits, but they only extended it until February, which was Sunday. Well, last Thursday, the House of Representatives agreed to pass an extension of the current tier, meaning they're not instituting another tier, another full round of benefits, but what they're saying is for people that are in the third tier, if your benefits are scheduled to end soon, we are going to extend that for you. Well, here's what happened. We have this guy in Kentucky who said he is not extending anything. He is withholding his vote because he wants to know how this is going to be paid for. Brother, a matter of fact, I can't even call him brother. Are you serious? You want to know how this is going to be paid for? And this is why I said it's really important to know the laws and how laws are made because um, what he did, there's a there's a certain provision when you're passing laws that it has to be by unanimous vote. Now, ironically enough, a unanimous vote would have meant everybody in the Senate, but because he was able to hold out his vote, it stalled in the Senate. So the House of Representatives passed, which is Congress. Well, Congress makes up the House of Representatives and Senate. But because it failed in the Senate, everybody whose benefits were set to expire, expired. There are no more extensions. But what that means is that means if your benefits are, ex are expected to expire in March, that's it. Expire in April, that's it. Expire in May, that's it. And most people, because of when this whole recession started, most people's benefits will be ending by June, no matter what tier you're on, no matter what state you're in because the lion's share of jobs started getting lost around the same time. So because of the varying um, tiers that were available and afforded to people based on the state that they live, it's staggered when your benefits are actually going to end. But most people's benefits, most of Americans, regardless of the state, regardless of, 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 of your region or your income, are expected to expire by June. Now, what we are what what we what what they're what the Democrats are trying to do is at least extend it for another two months. They said, let's pass a 30-day provision to at least get people through um, the next the next 30 days. So that way we don't have to worry about funding it. It'll at least carry it through for 30 days. In my honest opinion, I don't think that's going to do any good. I, I don't know what a 30-day extension of unemployment is going to do. It just doesn't make any sense to me. But I will share with you, since the Republicans have, have – been adamant of sticking behind this guy, what Harry Reid is doing, and I just found this up this morning, it's on MLive.com, what they're doing is now they're pushing uh, a bill to extend it for an entire year, which could really backfire. Now, I will share with you this. Back in December, even though it stalled, the Republicans stalled, it still passed 98 to 0, which is still damn near an overwhelming majority to extend unemployment benefits. What this is, Watch this. What this is is a tactic to prolong any process coming through our government right now. And we saw it with health care. When they, when they went to pass that unemployment extension in December, if it ended up passing unanimously by a 98 to 0 vote, why could they not do that from Jump Street? Why did they have to fight it? Well, the reason they had to fight it was to, make them, was to divert Democrats' attention away from 
health care. With their attention diverted from health care, what happened? Health care stalled. There was an election in Massachusetts, and now the Democrats no longer had a supermajority in the Senate to guarantee passage of health care reform. And we're seeing that same sneaky, tricky stuff happening right now. We're seeing that we know, in my heart of hearts, I really believe they're going to pass this unemployment extension because I don't think anybody wants complete anarchy. And if you start taking away people's ability to just put gas in their car and put food on their table, because let me tell you, the benefits that they pay, and I see that, Tina, you put here in Florida. When I read yesterday the maximum unemployment benefit in Florida is $275, come on. At a job at, 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 at $9 an hour, that's still $450 a week. A job at, at $8 an hour, 8 times 4 is $240. Come on, that's, that's, that's very, very difficult to live and pay your bills off of 275 a week. So, so, so to all of those dissenting voices or quasi-dissenting voices, just pass this so people can at least put gas in their car and food on their table. But anyway, let me read to you this really quickly um, from MLive.com. And this was updated at 644 this morning. And uh, it says, Senate's efforts to pass extension of unemployment benefits could take days. Do you see this foolishness? I, I mean, this really pisses me off. The Senate's attempt to approve a short-term extension of unemployment benefits have met with a gridlock, namely Senator Jim Bunning of Kentucky, who has repeatedly rejected efforts to pass the measure quickly. Do you see what I was just telling you? Quickly, it, this is meant to, to divert attention from passing health care because there is too much money at stake with health care. The measure is part of a larger package to extend transportation funding and other state aid. The repercussions of Bunning's refusal to budge are growing. In addition to 1.2 million unemployed workers who are losing federal jobless benefits this month, 90,000 jobs could be lost due to the lapsing of the federal highway program, and up to 2 million families with satellite television service could lose access to local television stations because the copyright law expired Sunday night. Moreover, Failing to pass the bill by Sunday triggered a 21% cut in Medicare reimbursement fees to doctors, forcing the administration to tell billing contractors not to pay claims within the first 10 days of March. Because of the gridlock, some companies could see small business administration assistance choked off. Other members of the Republican Party don't seem to support Bunning's actions. They don't seem to support it, but they're not doing anything to get him to change his mind. And let me just interject this really quickly. On a lot of blogs and in a lot of chat rooms, everyone is saying, oh, yeah, you know what? Let's vote him out of office. Well, you know what? The joke's on us because he already said he's not running for re-election in November. So now what recourse do you have? Now, that was my thing. Let me go back to the story. It's hard to argue with Senator who wants to become fiscally responsible, said Lindsey Graham, Republican from South Carolina. However, when it comes to unemployment benefits, I don't think it's fair to punish people who've already lost their jobs. You have to be realistic sometimes. The money is running out. And I do say that we – but where was, where was all this fiscal conservatism when we were sending all these people off to war, right? We're sending people off to war, but we can't pay people $275 a week to keep their lights on? This – oh, anyway, let me finish reading before I go off on my tangent. Anyway. Estimates released late Monday by the White House and the Labor Department showed no Michigans were in danger of immediately losing benefits from, from the Senate impasse, but only if the stalemate was broken within the week. Meanwhile, Michigan's congressional delegation called for a break of the impasse. We have the highest unemployment rate in the country, and middle-class families are struggling to put food on the table as workers continue to search for new jobs and train for new careers, Senator Debbie 
Stabenow, um, Democrat from Lansing, she said in a statement, these workers and their families cannot afford to wait for help. The Senate is likely to pass a larger package, but not until later this week. The net result of one senator's objection is to put us in a procedural process that could take days, said Senator Dick Durbin, Democrat from Illinois. He is the Senate's majority whip. It's going to create hardship across America. The proposal to extend unemployment benefits, part of a much larger, larger package to break the I'm sorry, part of a much larger package of tax break extension, transportation funding and aid to states would extend benefits retroactively to March 1, 2010 through December 31, 2010 at an estimated cost of $70 billion over 10 years. Listen to this. Now I'm just reading from blog, from, from people's comments. This Now what I'm getting ready to read to you now is not my opinion. It's just what what people's comments are. Um, based on what I just read to you. Um, one person put, if you would like to truly see the character of a person, and I hesitate to give him that much credit, please follow this link to read what Senator Bunning does in his spare time of not screwing up the country. And I just put the link in the chat room. Really, 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 really sad stuff here. Um, another comment is saying, whoops, my screen, um, $2.2 billion a year is spent on food assistance programs such as food stamps, WIC, and, and free school lunches for illegal aliens, yet it could take weeks to help our own. Go figure. Unemployment is simple. You work and you're entitled to collect. If you've never worked, you're not entitled. No one on unemployment is getting anything for nothing. These are earned benefits. Well, let me just make a comment to that really quickly, and I, this is a very off-the-cuff statement. The problem is a lot of that money was sitting there, and this happened in the state of New Jersey, and this I just read in the um, Star-Ledger. A lot of that money, when employees were paying into that tax pool, that money, start, people started salivating over how much money was sitting there, and they started spending the money on other things. And when they started spending the money on other things, they never anticipated, because don't forget, through the 90s, this was a very prosperous time in the country. Nobody could ever fathom in a million years that the country was going to spiral down like this. So when employers kept paying into unemployment, paying into unemployment, paying into unemployment, was collecting, that money sat there, and it got really, really tasty to spend. And they started spending it, and now all of a sudden we ended up in an economic downturn, and there was no money to pay these benefits. So for people to say, well, these are earned benefits, we should be entitled, yeah, but, but our politicians spent it. Anyway, I'm going to put some more of this stuff um, on Facebook, on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. If you're not following me, just go to www.twitter.com forward slash Sky Brown. I will be talking. Um, Tina said, Sai, you're good. Thank you so much, Sunshine. It is ridiculous. It, it really is. Paranoia, I hope you have an absolutely amazing birthday. Thank you so much for spending it with me and our listeners in the entire show. PD, thank you for uh, sharing the show with your friends. We are just growing in listenership every single day, and I'm so grateful. And to my sunshine, area code 571, you know I always love you, and I'm grateful that you listen to the show every single day. Everybody, don't forget, tomorrow we've got real estate expert Carl Agard, and he will be joining us, as he does every Wednesday, to share real estate tips so you can make money in this down market. And always remember that we shall pass through this world but once. Any good, therefore, that we can do or any kindness that we can show to any human being let us do it now. Let us not defer or neglect it, for you shall not pass this way again. I love you all for listening. And if you missed any portion of the show, please log on to iTunes. The show can be downloaded through iTunes. I love you all, and I'll see you tomorrow at 9. Peace.